See ya. Take care. RTHK News. It's one o'clock on Pierre Tremblay. The top stories. A medical expert says the government has ordered COVID-19 vaccines for a third of the population. Police arrest a 47-year-old man believed to be the vice chair of people power at Tamdaxi on charges of sedition under the national security law. And New York authorities consider setting up a grand jury to decide whether to charge police over the death of an unarmed black man, Daniel Prude. An infectious disease expert says the government has already ordered vaccines for a third of the city's population. Professor David Hay from the Chinese University, who advises the government on COVID-19, says medical staff, the elderly and chronically ill patients will be the first to get vaccinated, and the ultimate goal is to secure two jabs per person in Hong Kong. He said authorities secured the vaccines through COVAX, a global initiative linked to the World Health Organization, and were directly negotiating with vaccine manufacturers as well. Department of Health actually has put down a deposit procuring 35% of the vaccine for the population. And for the remaining 65%, Department of Health will choose another three companies. But I don't know which three. The government's free COVID-19 testing program has so far identified 10 carriers, which includes four previously confirmed cases. The Secretary for the Civil Service, Patrick Nip, told a radio program that as of 9 a.m., just over a million people had signed up for the universal testing program and more than 860,000 people had given samples. He said 44 of the 141 testing centers were fully booked and the government might extend the scheme for three more days until September the 14th. He urged people to take part so activities in Hong Kong could return to normal. We would not set a target on the program because I don't think it's realistic for us to do so. But no matter what, the program would enable us to have some sort of a reference value to understand the infection situations in the community, the number of asymptomatic cases in the community, and that would provide useful data and information for us to uh, control the epidemic and also to pave the way for you know, normalizing our activities and economic activities in the future. Last month, the health minister said she expected 5 million people to take part in the testing program. Sources have told RTHK there'll be more than 20 new coronavirus cases confirmed today. Yesterday, Hong Kong reported its lowest figure in more than two months with seven cases, which included a patient who'd been to Sulam Psychiatric Center and Lai Chikok Reception Center. Staff and inmates at several correctional institutions are to be tested for COVID-19 after two positive tests. Overnight, it emerged that a Thai prisoner who worked at Pikok Prison had the virus. The vice chairman of the People Power Party, Tom Dakchi, said he's been arrested by police after national security officers searched his home this morning. Police said they arrested a 47-year-old man on suspicion of uttering seditious words. He's accused of inciting hatred and contempt against the government at street booths across Hong Kong between June and August. Senior Superintendent Steve Lee of the police's National Security Department says they initially considered using the national security law to arrest him, but changed their minds. Excuse me, but changed their mind after consulting the Department of Justice. In the initial part of the investigation, uh, we in the direction of the uh, national security stuff. But uh, as I mentioned in the Article 3 of the national security law, we not only can use the national security law to, uh, to deal with this kind of endangerous uh, national security activities, but also we can use another part of the law 
And after discussing with the, uh, the uh, Department of Justice, and the most appropriate, uh, the legislation, uh, the offense to deal with uh, these kind of activities is uh, seditious intent. So we are arresting in this offense. The New York Attorney General, Letitia James, says she'll set up a grand jury to decide whether to bring charges against police officers who used a hood to restrain Daniel Prude, an unarmed black man in March. He died in hospital a week later. Here's the BBC's Ali McConnell. There were protests in the city of Rochester last week after the family of Daniel Prude released body camera footage obtained from the police. It shows officers covering his head in a mesh hood designed to protect police from detainees' saliva and pinning him face down on the road. Daniel Prude had been suffering from mental health issues and his brother said he'd called the police to help. Officials in Rochester have faced growing questions about their handling of the case. Seven police officers have been suspended. Several boats have sunk on a lake in the U.S. state of Texas while taking part in a parade to support President Trump in November's election. Images on social media showed boats sporting Trump campaign flags maneuvering at close quarters. No injuries were reported. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The police have warned anyone planning to join an unauthorized march in Kowloon this afternoon that officers will be out in force. There have been widespread calls for a major protest despite a ban on public gatherings of more than two people. Ben Jay reports. Messages circulating online have called for a major rally in the Yaochimong area to oppose the new national security law. They also want to protest against the government's decision to postpone the Legislative Council election, which was scheduled to take place today. If it does go ahead, the demonstration has the potential to be one of the biggest protests the SAR has seen in months. And the police aren't taking any chances. The force said in a Facebook post, that some people have been persuading others on the internet to participate in the rally, with some declaring they want to rekindle the war and strike back. Lawmaker Juhoi Dick has called on fellow legislators from the pro-democracy camp to boycott the extended session of LegCo and fight for an election that he says truly reflects the will of the Hong Kong people. Speaking on RTHK's Letter to Hong Kong, Mr. Chu said he understood why some lawmakers were reluctant to resign from LegCo after LegCo elections were delayed by a year. But he said polls showed the majority of their supporters wanted a boycott, and this aligned with international calls for this year's election to go ahead. For example, German Foreign Minister Heiko Maas, in his recent press conference with the Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi, prioritized the issues of Hong Kong and urged CCP to revoke the national security law, to stop screening candidates on the basis of political beliefs, and to resume election quickly and unhindered. He even talked about possible EU sanctions. These are unprecedented strong messages that we should ride on rather than ignore. More than 25,000 people have been ordered to evacuate coastal areas of Japan threatened by Typhoon Haishan. Forecasters have warned of high winds, torrential rain and storm surges. Here's the BBC's Ben Lowings. The typhoon is expected to strike later on with wind speeds of up to 240 kilometres an hour. Manufacturers such as Honda, Toyota and Mitsubishi have restricted operations. Shops and schools have been closed, hundreds of flights have been cancelled and railway services, including the bullet train, suspended. The regional authorities in Okinawa and Kagoshima have stressed the risk of coronavirus infection should not deter residents in those areas from moving into storm shelters.
Sport Britain's Lewis Hamilton has set an all-time record for the fastest-ever Formula One lap while qualifying for the Italian Grand Prix in Monza. The BBC's Gareth Barlow has more. With an average speed of 264 kilometres per hour, Lewis Hamilton smashed the circuit record and in doing so set a new record for the fastest lap in the sport's history. Hamilton's 94th pole position sets him up nicely to secure his 90th race victory in Italy on Sunday, leaving him one win short of former Ferrari great Michael Schumacher's all-time record. The Brit is having a sensational season. He's won five of this year's seven races and is inching closer to securing his seventh Drivers' Championship. Tennis, there's been controversy at the U.S. Open where the top-seeded pair in the women's doubles, Kristina Mladenovic and Timia Babos, had to pull out. Mladenovic is one of ten players found to have come into contact with the Frenchman Benoit Père, who'd been diagnosed with COVID-19. On the court, Serena Williams overcame the 2018 champion Sloane Stephens 2-6-6-2-6-2 to keep her hopes of a record-equaling 24th Grand Slam title alive. International football is back following a lengthy hiatus due to the pandemic. Heavyweights England, France, Holders, Portugal and Belgium all won their, national, their Nations League matches. England needed an injury time penalty, then a penalty miss at the other end to beat Iceland. Portugal were missing Cristiano Ronaldo but still managed to overcome Croatia 4-1 while Benz Belgium won 2-0 in Denmark. Kylian Mbappé's goal took France past Sweden. And to end the news, the top stories once again. A medical expert says the government has ordered COVID-19 vaccines for a third of the population. Police arrest a 47-year-old man believed to be the vice chair of people power, Tam Dukti, on charges of sedition under the national security law. And New York authorities consider setting up a grand jury to decide whether to charge police over the death of an unarmed black man, Daniel Prude. The news from RTHK. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value. And a new It's just the fear. 
Can never bend. See these eyes. So- 